Hello, and welcome to the Yarniacs podcast. This is episode number 218, which we are recording on Wednesday, May 6, 2020. I'm Gail. And I'm Charlene. And we're once again recording from our custom home studios. <laughs> in my closet, in other words. Although I am not recording in my little setup that I used last time, as I was telling Gail before we started, I think I jinxed it because I said, okay, we've finally found the perfect setup. And of course, what happened? This week, my computer died. <laughs> oh. So now I am recording the same way. However, I am at a desktop computer instead of my personal laptop, which is no more. <laughs> How is that affecting your Zoom life? Well, I don't really know yet. It just happened yesterday. I probably won't be Zooming as much because it's really difficult to use Zoom, for example, on a phone because the pictures of people are smaller than postage stamps. Mm -hmm. So what I've found is that if I bring the phone close enough so that I can actually see the people so that they're bigger than postage stamps, then everybody is looking at a close up of my nose and mouth. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's not that attractive of a look. And my desktop computer does not have a camera on it. So I guess zooming is going to be a little bit different for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully you'll be able to replace the laptop fairly quickly. Yeah, I hope so. I'm, as I was telling Gail, it's actually an almost 10 year old laptop. So I'm not entirely surprised. It, it served me well. <laughs> yeah, it really did. Yeah. Yeah. So before we talk about what we're wearing, I did want to say happy Mother's Day to everybody in countries where they celebrate that this coming weekend. So Mother's Day is just in a few days for us here in the U.S. That's correct. And yeah. for some folks, it was Mother's Day last weekend. So happy Mother's Day internationally as well. Exactly. <laughs> so what are you wearing? I have been wearing my Maypop hoodie, which I'm Yay. very excited about wearing a little bit more often because when I finished this sweater it was let's see Ravelry tells me I finished this sweater back in September of 2019 and it was just starting we were it was still warm then but we were heading into our cold season and to be honest I did not really wear the sweater much last year but I definitely have been wearing it during spring this year because it's just so the Holstgarn coast is so light that I love just pulling it on over a t-shirt it's great yeah I'm really happy with it I'm I need to still have photographs taken of it though I realized I didn't I had completely forgotten and it's really hard to do photographs right now I'm just mm -hmm. I'm not motivated to get dressed up and do photos. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, so that's still coming down the line. So Maypop hoodie pattern is by Susanna Winter. And Gail, what are you wearing? 
I am wearing my second Like a Cloud sweater, which is a pattern by Hohi Locatelli. And the version I'm wearing today is pink. It's knit with Neighborhood Fiber Company's Masonette, which is a discontinued, and that makes me very sad, discontinued lace weight yarn that is a merino silk blend, held doubled with Western Sky Knit's mohair silk lace. And it's just the perfect tonal pink fluffy sweater for me. Just absolutely perfect. So it makes me happy every time I wear it. And I'm wearing it with a dress today. I was telling Charlene that today was like the most exciting day since shelter <laughs> in place happened because I went to three places today and actually put on a dress and I put on my pretty sweater and I felt almost like life was kind of normal. So Like a Cloud by Hohi Locatelli. Almost normal, but wearing a mask. Yeah, there was that. There was that. Everybody was wearing masks. And yeah, life is not normal, but that gave me a, a fleeting sense of normalcy. It's our new normal. We can exactly. adapt. We can adapt. Exactly. We're, we're strong. Humans adapt. <laughs> That's our history. <laughs> All right. What have you been stocking? I'm stocking a couple of things. The first one is a sweater called Creme Caramel, and it's by a designer named Knitting for Breakfast. I don't know the actual name of the designer. It just says by Knitting for Breakfast. And it was a pattern that was very recently released because it says, oh, actually, no, not very recently. Well, not old. May of 2019. I saw May and I was thinking that it was brand, brand new, but it's actually one year old. So Creme Caramel is a open front cardigan knit in DK white yarn. And it has open fronts that just meet up in the front. And it has some kind of a version of an elongated stitch along the fronts, around the collar, around the neck, and then on the cuffs. And the thing that I noticed and attracted me to this open front cardigan was that the collar, I want to say, stands up, but it's not like a fold-over collar. It's just a crew neck collar, but the edges that meet the front, the edges and the collar, where that little point is, the edges of the, like, the button bands, they don't flop over like many cardigans do when you wear it open. Mm -hmm. These were standing up, and so it was somewhat reminiscent for me of the way a Chanel jacket looks when it's open in the front, and the that that point of where the collar and the button band meets stays in place. So that's what I noticed. I noticed that. And I was checking out the yarn that she used to try to figure out how one achieved that look. Because I feel like every time I wear a cardigan like that, the the top corners always fold over. Mm -hmm. Flop and, over. Yes, exactly. And perhaps it's because it's DK weight yarn. But the yarn that she used is 100% cashmere which doesn't, which surprised me actually, because cashmere is such a soft yarn, you would think that it might not be stiff enough 
to stay up like that. But maybe it's the elongated stitch, I'm not sure. But the cashmere, I looked it up on Ravelry and it said it was $26 a ball and the sweater requires 10 skeins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I can't knit this sweater in that yarn. <laughs> yeah. It's way too cost prohibitive for me. $260 would be too much for me to spend on one sweater when I'm not sure if it's going to stand up. Well, let's just say too much for me to spend on one garment. Same. Yeah. <laughs> but I would be afraid of substituting the yarn because I want the thing that, like I said, attracted me to it is that look that the fronts stay in place. So there are only four projects for this sweater on Ravelry. And I was thinking, well, I'll just keep an eye on it because I was thinking initially, like I had said, that I thought it was a new pattern. Now that I realize it's a year old and there's only four projects, it's not something that a lot of people are knitting. So I may not get my answer right away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm not, I'll just keep an eye on it and see if anybody else tries it in another yarn and see how that collar reacts. It's interesting. And it's too bad that there's only four projects because it looks really cute. And I really wouldn't mind having a cashmere sweater, but just something that I could afford. (laughs) I see why it reminded you of a Chanel jacket because it definitely has that look to it. Like that classic open front, nice edging look. It's really pretty. Exactly. It's very pretty and... The sample is knit in a neutral tone, and it looks really nice. I could see it very dressed up in a dressy outfit. Mm-hmm. It's very, it has a look of elegance. I quite like it. So that's Creme Caramel by Knitting for Breakfast, and I'm going to keep an eye on the projects for that. The second thing I have been stocking is something that's purely all in fun. It's called Stitches Animal Crossing by High Sheep. And one of the things that I have noticed is that during the shelter in place time, the Animal Crossing game, which is a game by Nintendo, is super popular. (laughs) Lots and lots of people are playing it. And it helps that right before the shelter-in-place started in most areas was when Nintendo released a new version of Animal Crossing for the Switch. And I have played Animal Crossing on other platforms, and my son has it for the Switch, so I've been watching him play it, and Stitches is the name of one of the little animal characters in this game. If you've never played Animal Crossing, it's adorable. It You build villages, and it consists of all these animal villagers and you get to dress them and arrange their homes and build build little towns and bridges and plant trees and it's very fun (laughs) okay this is how ridiculously pathetic i am one i've heard of animal crossing but i've never seen it and two i have no idea what the switch is Oh, it's a gaming platform. It's a handheld Uh, gaming platform. And actually, there's a version of the Switch that you can connect up to the television set as well. Got it. Yeah, so Stitches is a little bear in the game, and he's really colorful. 
and he has been translated into a crochet amigurumi in this pattern and the designer did such a good job down to the little stars on his shirt even in the right color and the right placement very very cute <laughs> yeah and like i said lots of people are playing animal crossing while they're sheltering in place so i enjoyed seeing that one and that one is a free pattern on ravelry so if you like amigurumi and you like animal crossing you might want to check that one out <laughs> and then the third thing i am stocking is a pattern that is new in may 2020 and it's called the golden hour sweater and it's by maria g knits who is a new to me designer and the sweater looks pretty simple it's a top-down circular yoke and in the yoke when you knit a circu circular yoke there are usually several rows where you do a lot of increases and what the designer has done what it looks like is that the increases are all yarn overs so there's three rows that are all yarn overs so the decorative holes result on the yoke of the sweater and then you knit down the body knit down the body and there are knit in pockets on the bottom of the sweater and the pockets also have some kind of a decorative stitch pattern on it it's really cute a little bit reminiscent of the granito pattern with the pockets but it's a different yoke construction of course and it's called the golden hour sweater because the sweater is knit in a it's it's gold the sample is a gold sweater i think it's called butterscotch the color but it's very pretty very nice and that's fingering weight so i'm that's another one that i'll probably keep an eye on <laughs> and let's see golden hour sweater by maria g knits it's cute i just looked it up yeah yeah cute i, I really like that what are you stocking gail i'm stocking oddly this time because my first stocking is actually I'm searching for a project for yarn. So kind of the opposite of the way we usually stock. So I have a beautiful sweater quantity of Cormo Sport by Sincere Sheep that Ooh, I yes. picked up at Stitches. It's beautiful. It is. It's, I love that yarn. Oh, it's indigo dyed and it's just the most rich navy, naturally dyed, just squishy Cormo. And Brooke from Sincere Sheep, she's the owner, dyer, mastermind behind Sincere Sheep. And just a refresher, she does all of her dyeing with natural dyes and she sources most of her wool from small farms. And her Cormo is no exception. She actually sources it from, I believe, one farm. And she sent out a newsletter recently saying that she usually uses her income from all of the yarn shows that are typically happening right now to purchase her Cormo for the following year. So without the shows happening right now, as is happening to so many independent dyers and so many small business owners with the pandemic shutdowns of things, she's not getting her normal income. 
And in the newsletter, she had said, if you have my yarn and you can knit it up and bring some awareness to it, that would be great. So instantly I went on to Ravelry and thought, what sweater can I knit with my beautiful Cormo Sport? So I've been looking and looking and looking. And I think right now there's one contender. It's a Thea Coleman pattern. And let me actually bring it up. I think it's called Hard Cider. And it's a top-down pullover with a big turtleneck and some pretty stitching at the bottom. But I don't know if that would be too warm with the big giant turtleneck. So I'm looking for patterns for this yarn. So if anybody has suggestions for me, it's it's going to be perfect for cables or texture. So I'm looking for a sweater that's positive ease and has some kind of texture to it. So if you can think of something with sport weight yarn, and I think I could get a DK gauge with this yarn also, please let me know. And two specific things I am stocking. There's a new pattern by the designer Hanna Masijuska, and it's called Soft Flow, and it's so pretty. It reminds me of the Like a Cloud sweater, which per the pattern, Like a Cloud has texture throughout the entire sweater. I knit both of my versions without the texture. I just did straight stockinette stitch. Well, Soft Flow is straight stockinette and it's a modified top-down raglan with a big shawl collar and it's knit with fingering and mohair silk lace held doubled. So it has the same fuzzy deliciousness and it has, it's a longer size, so it's more like a sweater coat, open front, and it has pockets that are done afterwards, so patch pockets style. And it's just so pretty and looks perfect. It looks exactly like something that I would want to wear all the time. It totally so, looks like a Gale sweater. <laughs> doesn't it? Doesn't it? Yes. So yeah, I saw that and I thought, oh, I must knit that. And I do have two sweater quantities right now that would work for that. One is burgundy and one is kind of a mauve color. So I'm thinking about which one I'd prefer. Oh, I could even do the super hot pink I got at Stitches. Ooh. Oh, that would so, be lovely. All so of those would be lovely. Three different pink choices. <laughs> <laughs> well, burgundy isn't pink, but you know. So that's Soft Flow by Hannah Masujuska. And the third one I'm stocking is thanks to our blanket knit along slash crochet along that's going on in our Ravelry group. It's a totally low-key, not formal knit along. We're all just talking about blankets and how we're making blankets right now. And someone mentioned the pattern from Grandma with Love by Melanie Berg. And it is a knit blanket in squares. So you knit from the center outward unit squares and there are lots of squares in the blanket. They're pretty big squares though. They're not tiny little crocheted type squares. They're pretty sizable squares and the story behind the blanket is just so sweet and if you're interested in blankets go read the story but she knit it in memory of her I don't think it was her grandfather. I think it was her husband's grandfather so or her children's grandmother on the father's side and she found yarn that was the perfect colors and the yarn had a bad bug infestation so she had to get new yarn and it was this whole you know adventure of how she came up with this pattern but it's 
beautiful, absolutely stunning. And Max, my son, is going to be going away to college in the fall, and he does want me to make him a blanket, and I was hoping, hoping, hoping he would pick this one, and he didn't. (laughs) He picked another square type motif that's crochet that I've made in the past. So it'll be interesting. We'll see if he actually settles on that one as a final choice. I'm still kind of holding my breath, hoping that he'll choose a different one. But From Grandma with Love is a beautiful blanket for anyone who's looking for a square type of blanket. Cool. So that's what I've been stocking. Okay. And what are you knitting? I'm knitting a couple of things. The first one is my Breathe and Hope shawl designed by Casapinka. And I talked about this a little bit last episode because the Breathe and Hope pattern is a local yarn store day pattern that Casapinka gave away that weekend that was supposed to be the original local yarn store day. Now the the TNNA sponsored local yarn store day is now actually supposed to happen, I believe in October. And I'm not sure what's gonna happen with that, but Casapinka gave away the pattern to folks who supported their local yarn stores on that day at the on the last weekend in April. And the Breathe and Hope shawl is it's got it's an asymmetrical shawl and it alternates between sections of striping in different stitch patterns and then what looks like maybe it's not it's not ribbing but it kind of looks like a modified two color I can't, oh, corrugated rib. It's not really ribbing, but it kind of looks like corrugated stitches with slip stitches. So I am using two yarns, one from Candy Skein called Princess Pudding that is a speckled on a neutral base and it's got some pink in there, some maroon and a lot of gold. And that goes with the Western Sky Knits color I'm using the smoked lilac colorway and if you laugh when I say smoked lilac <laughs> I was yes, trying not to <laughs> <laughs> because it's the colorway that I recently used for another project and I couldn't remember the name of and I believe I call it burnt orchid instead of smoked lilac that was so, so funny but it's a beautiful purpley pink tonal color and The local yarn store day pattern became very popular very fast because it was distributed and you can still purchase it or you can now purchase it on Ravelry, but the local yarn store day event is over. But as of this morning, there are already 1,275 projects for this shawl listed on Ravelry, which is an awful lot. And I know several folks from my local yarn store who are already knitting it. So great job of everyone to support your local yarn stores. That's fabulous. And I have to say, Bronwyn, who is Casapinka, is hysterical. She's hilarious. She is so funny. (laughs) 
I also got the pattern and she has had to send out some updates to the pattern and the updates come from her cat from support and she's just she's so funny over the top funny yes she really is really is the cat's name is Sharon from security and (laughs) Sharon from security sends out updates and she's just a little snarky and (laughs) got got a little catitude going there so it's very funny and the humor is needed at a time like this. So mm-hmm. it brings a smile to my face. And I love the pattern. And it doesn't hurt that I am using yarns that I love. They both are very soft and fabulous. And the colors are wonderful. And I'm glad I am using them together. And they're dyed by our friends. Yes. <laughs> and then the second thing I am knitting is something that I just cast on a few days ago. Since... Gail and I aren't seeing each other at all, except <laughs> except by text. Gail doesn't even know I cast this on. I was just thinking you've been knitting cheating on me because I don't yes. know about this. <laughs> so it's a t-shirt style top by Bristol Ivy called Asagi. And I've knit several of Bristol Ivy's patterns before. And this one was brought to my attention by Martha, who is Knit Crit on Ravelry. And she has attended our retreats in the past. And I often like the things she knits for herself. So I can, a lot of times, if I see something that she's knit, it will appeal to me as well. And so it's interesting when she knits something, it's kind of, I can see how it's going to go for me. (laughs) And she really liked this pattern. She said that several folks in her local knitting group had knit it, found it very pleasant to knit. And so I cast on for this a couple of nights ago. And I'm using a completely different yarn than one that is called for in the pattern. The pattern, even though it's a summer tea, was the sample was actually knit in a 100% merino yarn, which mm, I wasn't sure I wanted a t-shirt in 100% merino. But I did have some linen in my stash, and it's the same linen that I've used in the past for my Donner sweater. It's the Knit Picks Lindy Chain. And one of the reasons I love this yarn is because if it gets wrinkled, I can just sprinkle a little bit of water on it and toss it on the dry- toss it in the dryer. <laughs> the linen is completely forgiving to being tossed in the dryer, and it actually improves the fabric, I think, because it makes it softer and softer every time you tumble it. So I'm I've been very happy with that yarn in the past. I have a kind of unusual color. I don't know if you remember, Gail, when I ordered this yarn, it's called Plum is the name of the color. And it's not really very plummy. Mm -hmm. It's almost a neutral gray or neutral brown, depending on the light. And so it sat in my stash probably for close to two years, maybe more than two years, something very close to that, because I was, I just didn't know what I wanted to do with it. And I wasn't sure I liked 
the color, but it seemed like a good yarn to use for this top, so I'm going for it. If I decide I absolutely love the top and absolutely hate the color, I'm going to try my hand at dyeing it. Oh. So, yeah. Cool. I can, it's it's a very dark color, so I could probably only go like much darker, maybe a dark blue or a gray, something like that. But we'll see. Maybe I'll like it. Hmm, cool. <laughs> the interesting thing is I did find somebody who had made this sweater in that exact colorway, and hers was pretty. So we'll see. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's just wasn't what I was expecting from something called Plum. But the pattern so far is quite nice. There, It's a pullover t-shirt and the sleeves have a lace pattern on them. So you bind off for the sleeves and then I'm going to knit down the body. I haven't joined the two fronts yet haven't gotten that far but once you get a little bit further on each front then you join and you just knit down the front so I think it's going to be a relatively quick knit I didn't realize really how quick it was going to come together but I think it's going to be very fast so this one is a soggy by Bristol Ivy and that's what I am knitting what are you making Gail well I'm Back to work on my Throwover by Andrea Mowry and loving it. I'm using as my main color the Farmer's Daughters Pishkin DK, which is a Rambouillet wool, and I love it. It is so squishy and delightful and super, super soft. I don't know why I'm surprised it's so soft, but it's so soft. <laughs> and I guess I expected it to be kind of rustic feeling, not yeah. even a little bit. It's so nice to work with, and I'm using a purpley pink color that I just love, and for the yoke, I was kind of stalled out on the sweater because I wasn't sure what colors I wanted to use in the yoke, so I pulled out all of my DK weight scraps and even full skeins and was tossing colors around and asking people's opinions, which is harder to do via photo than in person because normally I would have just walked you know gone down to the local yarn store when everybody was there and said help me everybody right <laughs> so what I ended up doing is almost the same exact color combination I did on the throw back which is the cardigan version of the same sweater so my cardigan version is a deep tonal red with yoke colors and this one is a deep purpley pink and the yoke colors are pink, natural, and honey. Honey is a yellow gold color from Candy Skein. The natural is a Finn DK from a small farm on the East Coast. And the pink is Dragonfly Fibers DK, which I just forgot the name of. Darn, I forgot the name of the base, but it's their DK. And mm -hmm. it's in a pink color that's very tonal. And this combination just makes me so happy. I don't care if I copied myself on my previous sweater. It really makes me happy. So I have knit through all the color work on the yoke. I've separated for the sleeves and I'm cruising down the stockinette portion of the body. Yay. And it's not a very long sweater. I'm going to knit it to high hip 
which for me is not very long at all. So right. it's going pretty quickly now that I got through the yoke, which was actually really fun to knit the color work. So loving this, looking forward to wearing it because it's just the, the softness of the wool makes me so happy. I'm just squeezing it in my fingers right now because it's just so nice. So that is The Throw Over by Andrea Mowry. And the second thing I'm knitting is a pair of socks. Oh, wow. So I know. Weird, right? So you too have something that I didn't know about on I the know. needles. <laughs> I know. I was cheating on you. So I actually cast these socks on probably a year ago. They're the Moto socks by Mara Catherine Briner. And I knit them before for my friend Melissa. They're a DK weight sock pattern. And these are top down, so cuff down. And they have a folded over hem. So you cast on provisionally, you knit stockinette, and then you do some welts. So you alternate some purled rounds with stockinette rounds, and then you fold it and knit the provisionally cast on live stitches with your active stitches. So it gives you this really thick, nice cuff. And I'm just to the point where I'm starting to do the sleeve shape, sleeve shaping, see, sweater brain, heel shaping. <laughs> it's a sock, not a sweater. And on the first sock. So I cast these on forever ago and just, they've been literally sitting in the project bag in the basket where all my knitting sits for like this whole year. And the other day I was looking for something small to work on and thought, why don't I pick up that sock? And luckily I was able to find where I was in the pattern pretty easily. And besides switching from double pointed needles to a nine inch circular needle, I just followed the pattern exactly. I made that one needle change for myself and I'm cruising right along. So yeah, I'm knitting some socks. It's crazy. Yay. And the yarn I'm using is Knitted Wit DK and the colorway is Lagoon. And I cracked myself up because the yarn is kind of a bluish green with speckles of blue and green in it. And I had it with my project bag that Robbie made for me that's blue with whales on it. And the yarn and the project bag look so perfect together. And then I had picked <laughs> this little stitch marker that was a little turquoise stitch marker that looks perfect with the yarn and I was actually giggling to myself the other night they were all sitting out on the table and I thought oh my gosh I'm matchy matchy even with my projects <laughs> and my project bags it's just ridiculous but they look so cute together so nice there you go the moto socks by Mara Catherine Briner thank you to our sponsor for the month of May Candy Skein Yarn and Crafts is here to keep you crafting during the quarantine with 19% off all online orders during the mandatory stay-at-home period. Pick up some of their brand new May the 4th Star Wars colorways like Rose Taco, Finn Fries, or Mandalorian Oranges. Or take a break from tending to your island in Animal Crossing Horizons to knit up a skein of maple syrup or chocolate chip nookie from their Animal Crossing series. With three exclusive bases, like their 100% Merino Tasty DK and their Yummy Fingering Workhorse Sock Yarn, your projects will be the envy of your knit group. And if you're looking for additional yarn and craft items, make sure to check out their enamel pins, cross-stitch patterns, needles, and art prints. For more information on their wonderful products, visit their website at www.candyskein.com. Thank you, Candy Skein, for being our sponsor this month. And it's great that 
you and I just happen to both be using candy skein yarns in our current projects. It is is very cool. I love the colors. Love her colors. (laughs) I know. I'm sitting here because I'm sitting in my closet with my stash. I'm looking right at my candy skein Ah. drawer thinking, oh, habitation throw. Oh, yes. Yeah, totally. But last episode, our winner for the self-indulgent knit-along prize was Sudsy Jellyfish Lou, and they picked, as their show sponsor gift certificate, they picked Candy Skein. So yay more for Candy Skein. And our self-indulgent knit-along winner this episode, so there are 195 posts in the group now, and many of you have a lot of projects in your posts. So there are so many projects. It's so cool. And we'll probably announce the end date for the self-indulgent knit along our next episode, because then we're going to be starting the colors of fall. So yeah, we've got to end one before we start the other one. But the winner this episode is post number 162 by Hooks and Sticks. And that's Sue in Australia. She knit a So Faded by Andrea Mowry. And Sue, your prize is from Maggie NY, who is Magdalena. She lives in Sweden and she makes stitch markers and she has a beautiful set of stitch markers that she wants to send you as a prize. So thank you very much, Magdalena. And thank you very much, Sue, for the beautiful So Faded sweater. And Yay for the self And thank you very much to Deborah, aka Goldie Girl, for donating the $30 gift certificate for the prize. Yes, thank you very much. So, what have you finished? I have finished my blueprint sweater. Yay! Yay! <laughs> so, this one is a pattern by, let's see, Joan Forgione, and it is a very boxy style sweater with a lace panel inset on the front and it has much shorter sleeves I shouldn't say much shorter but they only go to the elbow per pattern of course I could have done them any length but I only went to the elbow because most of my boxy style sweaters have longer sleeves so I should do something a little bit different right so I have something a little different (laughs) Well, it also has the patterning on the front, so it is yes, already it is. different it from is. your boxes. Yeah. So the blueprint sweater turned out a little bit wider than I expected, but it's fine. After I put the collar on and tried it on, I really like it. The yarn that I used is the Studio Sock from Neighborhood Fiber Company in the Sandtown Winchester colorway, which is a very tonal mid, mid-range purple. And it's good for spring. I have been wearing it occasionally in the mornings when it's still cool. And sometimes when it's still cool, but you know it's going to get warmer, short sleeves don't feel cold. They just add a little bit of warmth. So I've been enjoying it. Mm-hmm. And that's Blueprint by Joan Forgione. Yay! Yay! <laughs> have you finished anything, Gail? I have. I finished my Felix Pullover by Amy Yay. Christopher's. I love it. It's calls for bulky, but I used a combination of Polworth Silk DK weight yarn from Western Sky Knits held doubled with Kid Silk Haze Mohair Silk Lace Weight. And I just love the fabric. It is perfect. Just those two yarn combinations. How can you go wrong? Polworth Silk 
and silk mohair. I mean, yeah. beautiful. And super, super simple sweater. If any of you who are listening have waffled about knitting a first sweater and are hesitant at all, this would be an excellent first sweater pattern. The pullover version is, I think it's either Erin or Bulky Weight, and she has a cardigan version that I think is DK, and they both are beautiful. They are both easy, top-down raglans, and the raglan shaping is done with yarn overs to give it an eyelet decoration in the raglan-shaped areas, and then it's just straight down from there. There's no shaping. It's oversized, so it doesn't have to be super fitted, so you don't have to worry too much about the measurements, and it's very well-written pattern, so I highly recommend that as a first sweater pattern. I need to add that to our bundle. Yeah, our definitely. definitely. Yeah. I don't know if you could hear that helicopter going by. <laughs> I could. That was, that was could a little it. obnoxious. Yeah. There's been a low flying helicopter over our neighborhood for the past couple of days. Supposedly, it's something to do with PG&E. I, I'm not sure how they inspect lines from a helicopter, but that's what they say they're doing. Mm, yeah. <laughs> well, I've also finished two hats. So I finished both from the Kelborn Woolens Year of Hats collection. I finished the March hat, which is written by Megan Babin. And it is intended to be a one color hat, but because I'm using up my worsted weight scraps, I started with Cascade 220 in a navy blue, thought I would have enough yarn, realized about two-thirds through the hat that there's no chance I was going to have enough yarn. So I pulled out some leftover Malabrigo Rios in the Sandbank colorway, which is this beautiful sand color. It's gorgeous. And so I have a two-color hat, but it's a really nice pattern. It has a really long brim, so double-folded brim. And then using a combination of knits and pearls, you get what they call a seersucker pattern in the main part of the hat. So it's this really nice kind of argyle-ish textured pattern. Really cool and a really easy knit, very enjoyable, very quick. And then the second hat I knit from that collection was the June hat by Megan Kelly. And I knit that one last year also. It's a two color hat. You start one color with the brim and then you stripe the two colors in the body of the hat, but you do some slip stitch with the main color. So you end up with this vertical stripe set a series of vertical stripes up the hat that all connect in the center top. Super cool hat. I really, really love the way it looks. And I used some Barocco Boboli yarn, which I received as a gift from my friend Cindy, which is a single ply multicolored yarn. And I held it um, or striped it with Cascade 220 and a bright pink, and they look so good together. So two charity hats done and four leftover balls of worsted out Yay. of my scraps so yeah that's that's awesome. such a good feeling <laughs> such a good feeling so three finishes since the last episode Excellent. There we go. and now we get to do the fun stuff where are they now <laughs> i love these i love these when we do these so occasionally gail and i have a segment called where are they now in which we talk about a sweater or accessory or something that we finished long, long ago. 
I and love this part. I wanted to tell you guys about a sweater that I looks like I finished it back in 2004. I don't think I've talked about this one before, but it was one of my very, very early finishes. The pattern is called number 241 neck down v-neck shaped cardigan and it's written by Diane Susie. and the fun thing about this sweater is that I knit it as a KAL with some friends and my photographs on my project page are with me with one two with four other friends who also knit this sweater and it is a top-down open front v-neck cardigan that has ties at the top of the the neckline it has ties there and then it's open below it's a-line shaping raglan sleeve very very basic a lot of us were just starting to knit sweaters at the time and for some people I think it might have been their first sweater and everybody picked a different color and so it was really fun the pictures are fun and we were all very happy with our sweaters <laughs> and I actually wore this one all the time it was my go-to sweater for years probably I knit it in Cascade 220 and I depilled it again and again and again and wore it and depilled it again and again and again. And I don't remember exactly getting rid of it, but I don't think I have it anymore because I haven't seen it in a long time. So maybe you pilled it to its own end. I quite possibly <laughs> did. I think I just wore it so much that I got tired of it, though. And it was too, too deep-hilled to unknit and use the yarn again. In fact, if I remember, remember correctly, I think the yarn had started to felt together in places, like under the arms where there's a lot of wear and tear on a sweater, mm -hmm. which would make sense because, like I said, I really wore this one a lot. But it was just very basic so useful, the kind of thing that you can just toss on over a t-shirt and go. So great pattern by Diane Susie with the un, un with the very simple name of number 241, neck down, V-shaped, V-neck shaped cardigan. So that one was a winner for as long as I had it. <laughs> And a lot of her patterns are also good first patterns. Yeah, I agree. There's a lot of them that I recommend in the knitting store when I've been working with people who are looking for something simple or who are looking for a simple first pattern sweater. Yep. Yeah. So how about you, Gail? Okay. I did it a little differently okay. than you did. So I pulled out all of my previous years of show oh, notes. Oh, wow. And I thought... Okay, how am I going to decide what I want to talk about? And I had just given blood, so I was a little like, oh, whatever. <laughs> Lightheaded, <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah, a little bit. I decided I would go back to one year ago and look at what I was stocking a year ago. Oh, this that's cool. So, yeah, it, it worked out pretty well because a year ago I was stocking the sweater Let It Fall by Matilda Cruz. 
and it's still in my queue. I still want to knit it. I was also stocking the Maypop hoodie, which you oh, were wearing wow. today, and I've knit it. And I was also stocking the Soldotna crop by Caitlin Hunter, oh, which wow. I've knit. So yeah, of the three things I was stocking, I've knit two and one I still intend to knit. And then I got so interested in, oh, I wonder if I'm always that good with my stocking that it's always something I'm going to knit. So I went back two years <laughs> ago from today, from this episode, and I was stocking three things again. Nilla the Unicorn by Rachel Borello. I remember that. And that I was so cute. And I literally just printed that pattern like three days ago, thinking, okay, I'm finally going to knit this pattern. I had no idea that... I was going to coordinate yeah. like that. So literally, I'm still planning Very to knit cute. that. I also was stocking the Little Coffee Bean Cardigan by Elizabeth Smith, which I've knit, and the Viajante by Martina Beam, which I've knit. So again, two out of three, and the one that I haven't knit yet, I hey, plan to knit. that's pretty good. Well, then I had to go back <laughs> one more year. <laughs> and I stopped at going back three years because I didn't want you to have to do too many bazillion things in the show notes. Oh, I don't mind. But. And for those of you listening, if you're not aware, Charlene does amazing show notes for every episode. So if you listen and think you have to write things down and or look on Ravelry at the same time, you don't have to. All you need to do is go to yarniacs.com and she has every episode, all the patterns we've talked about. So you can just click and go straight to Ravelry. It's really cool. So three years ago, this episode, I was stocking the peer pressure shawl by Celia McAdam Cahill, who is our friend, knit it, sent it as a gift to my boss. I was stocking the annulaire cowl by Hillary Smith Kellis, which I didn't knit because I thought it was a different weight than it actually is. And I don't think I'll use a cowl of that heavier weight yarn. So that's why I took that off my list. And the so faded pullover by Andrea Mowry, which I've knit a version of that. So I'm batting two out of three plus in all of my stocking. I am so surprised. I really didn't think I'd be that That's successful in stocking things I've actually knit. So I was kind of yeah. stoked. I think I stock yeah. far more than I actually make. I Well, we have to because we stock multiple right. things <laughs> every episode and we're not knitting yeah. that many things. Yeah. So yeah, maybe I just picked really yes. good ones. <laughs> But it was funny. I was surprised. Okay. So that's where they are now. Some of them are in my closet. Some of them have moved on to new homes. But yeah, pretty cool. Very much so. All right. So there we go. Thank you very much for joining us this episode. And thank you for listening. And happy knitting, everyone. Happy knitting, everyone. Bye. Bye. You can find our podcast on iTunes at Yarniax Podcast. Visit our blog with show notes at yarniacs.com. We have a friendly and engaging Yarniacs podcast Ravelry group. My Ravelry name is Knitter Ninja Shar. Gail's is Gaily Whaley. You can follow us on Twitter at Yarniacs or on Instagram at Yarniac and at Gaily Whaley.